morning, and welcome back to Do The Miss Maximus Helps. This is a show that I do to try and help caretakers give them a little advice, maybe some information they didn't know before, and then I talk about something different. So today, let's go ahead and get on with the caretaking thing. It's not easy being a caretaker. I can't tell you how many times I've said it. I've said it in the past. I'm going to say it again in the future. It's a tough job. It's very difficult. It's got its great moments, but then it's got its crappy as crap moments. Those moments are hard to live down sometimes, but the most important thing that you need to remember is the person that you're caretaking for is very important. They genuinely need this help. If they're faking it, you don't need to be around that person. That's some toxic stuff that I've spoke on other people's podcasts about before, and you don't need to be around that kind of negativity. But if your person is genuine and they need help, help them. Do the thing. Make sure that they get the help that they need. Sometimes it's not easy being a caretaker because you're at a lack of information. You don't know how many other caretakers are out there. You don't know if there even are any other caretakers out there. But we're out here. We are out here in America. Um, I was a caretaker myself for my wife right up until the end. And these are some of the things that I learned along the way so that I didn't feel like I was all alone on my caretaking journey. You know, life is a journey. There's, And this is what I've had to learn in order to deal with what I had to deal with. Some people are meant to be on your journey in the beginning. Some people are meant to be on your journey in the beginning, in the middle. And some people on your journey may only be there in the end. But you're still heading, heading for the final destination. And you have to accept the fact that people are going to come and go right in and out of your life. So, you know, make sure that you're aware of that and that um, if you see somebody that's really cool and you can learn something from them, do that. Especially if that person is willing to share. Make sure you do that. You never know. You may be a caretaker yourself one of these days. So, once again, here are some of the things that I've learned in order to connect with people that are fellow caretakers. If I wanted to call somebody, which I didn't, but I would have called Caregiver Action Network and their number is one. 855-227-3673. I'm sure that they have some valid information to share with you to ease your caretaking journey. So if you want to get online, you can go to caregiversupportservices.com and then a title with a short, less letters in it is caregiver.org. Another one is lotsahelpinghands.com, and lots is L-O-T-S-A, lotsahelpinghands.com. And then the government has one, and it's at uh, medicaid.gov, backslash blog, backslash help, hyphen for, hyphen caregivers, hyphen 2019. That's the government for you, having some hyphens in there. (laughs) But anyway... Let's just summarize this, man. I mean, be the strongest you you can be. Make sure that you put your your best foot forward, man. Get off on the right foot, not the left. Just keep things flowing. Make the sailing smooth for you today. Because if you're not, th- there's something that's um, amiss in your vicinity there. You need to make sure that everything goes well and smooth for you. Caretaking is a difficult job. If you didn't know you're a caretaker, you're that person who helps take care of another person who has limitations and you're basically filling in for those limitations and making sure they get to their doctor's appointments on time. Um, the procedures, whatnot, all the medical stuff that happens, you're making that happen for them. If you're doing that, you're a caregiver. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get on to tonight's subject, a real American. 
And this one's dedicated to Terry Bolea. I think that I gathered the strength to be able to caretake for my wife from this particular individual. His name is Terry Bolea. He first came on the scene in 1977, and I only got to see bits and glimpses of him on the news because um, he was in a different region of America. I was in Colorado, man. He was up there in uh, Minnesota in that Northeast area. Um, he really rose to prominence and started spreading his message of positivity around on January 23rd in the year of our Lord, 1984. And that was done in Madison Square Garden when Terry Bolea bounced off the ropes, came over and put a leg drop on the Iron Sheik. This had so much significance because of the whole Iran deal that went on in, the, in 1980 and 81 when they had the hostages and then the hostages were released. Um, there was a lot of tension with Iran and the Iron Sheik what tattered himself from Iran, he used to spit on Americans. You know, that was he was disrespectful as I'll get out. Um, I'm sure he was different in real life. So this person, Terry Balea, that I speak of, man, started this theory about these positive, you know, saying your prayers, saying your, uh, taking your vitamins, positive thoughts and positive deeds. Such a simple philosophy, but it was something that in 1984, I could latch on to, man. I could get into that. I was all about that. So, and it, this guy was bigger than life. Terry Belay was six foot seven and weighed like 305 pounds. It was just this great big individual, bigger than life, you know, and out there supporting America and touting America and coming out with an American flag, holding it high. Uh, a great big one, like you see at the car dealerships too, you know, on a long pole that he'd swing around and make sure the flag flew and, and whatnot. But he, he showed Americans there was a different way, a way that could, you could live your life every day and make it a little bit better. And now I'm talking about this is way before social media because this is 1984. So hang on just a second. But here's this cat who's an American, a real American. Now, if you're born in America, you're an American. Even if you're a foreigner and you come over here and have a baby in America, and say you're from, I don't know, Istanbul. Your baby is an American now because you were born in America. That's one thing. But to be a real America, you have to be, you have to have a philosophy to live by and direct your life in that direction to make sure that you do the things you live by. Man, the fundamentals that I captured in 1984 and the things that I gathered back then. It's the say your prayers, take your vitamins, positive thoughts, positive deeds has worked for me. Here I am, man. I'm in my mid fifties now and I am still a powerful dude. I am still a, fun, a force to be reckoned with. I'm not just tooting my own horn. I'm just saying that I lead my life like that every day. I, I don't just jump out of, I mean, I don't just get out of bed. I jump out of bed and I seize the day every day. And I enjoy that. I enjoy affecting the people around me, man. I hope that they catch as much positive energy off of me as they can. And I hope that um, they just enjoy what I bring. The funk that I bring is a positive funk, man. And it's it's a lot of positivity one time. And it's all because of Terry Bollea. My whole life I've been given. And the positive thoughts, positive deeds thing has been my best thing, man. Even when I was in high school, I've spoke of episodes when we did, you know, the bikini gift wrap 
thing and raise, you know, twelve or fourteen thousand dollars to dedicate to uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association. Man, we we were rock stars back then, man, living large rock stars, and that's the way I I live today. I know I'm not a rock star. I don't have any famous songs on the radio, but by God, when you meet me, you're going to recognize that I am a force to be reckoned with. I am a kind of a rock star, man. I want you to be that same rock star. If you don't have a philosophy to live by, here's a simple one. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. Positive thoughts. Positive deeds. Once again, I'm going to say his name again, Terry Bollea. He brought all that about in 1984 in one life-changing event that was watched by millions of Americans on TV. And that person, Terry Bollea, is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan dropped a leg on the Iron Sheik in what they call MSG, Madison Square Garden, January 23rd, 1984, took the championship and held that belt. He's the second longest reigning champion in history of the WWF, or which is now the WWE. But when he came on scene, there were other people, you know, kind of influential. There was Dusty Rhodes. I'm not going to take no props away from him. But Hulk Hogan, man, was the man. He was the man. He set such a positive example that it was easy for other Americans to follow. It's why I'm amazed now that today that some of these kids that are coming up, man, I know that their parents had to have been Hulkamanian. If they didn't realize the, the theory of Hulkamania, there's, <laughs> it was in your face, man. Back in the day, it was in your face. But for me, it was something that I already believed in and latched onto, and now I had a name for it. It was called the Hulkamania, and I was like, I'll be damned. I already do that. I do that. I now I have a name for it. So anyway, I got you know a couple Hulkamania t-shirts and stuff, and I really worked out, and I got real buff. Uh, I just that was my thing, man, back in the day. And to this point, all of my years I've carried through there from the time that, well, there's been several times that I've done this. I've seen a lady broke down on the side of the road with a flat tire. This Even this particular instance was before cell phones. And she didn't know what she was going to do. And she was standing outside of her car, you know, and I felt bad for her. And uh, she was kind of a heavyset lady. And I was like, pulled over and came back there and said, ma'am, are you okay? And she said, and now I have a flat tire and I don't know what to do. And I said, if you don't mind, can I look in your trunk and see if there's a spare tire and a jack and a, you know, a wrench to take it off with. And I looked in there and there was a spare tire, but there was no jack or wrench to take it off with. So I went back to my truck and got my jack out and my four-way wrench. And I changed her tire for her, man. She was grateful and, you know. Uh, I was way younger than her, but she was an older woman. That's why I was kind of concerned and stuff. But you don't let somebody like that sit on the side of the road. That is what's considered positive thoughts right there and positive deeds. You make sure that somebody who genuinely needs help gets it. So I related it earlier in this episode to the fact that that's how I took care of my wife. And it's because of the fundamentals of Hulkamania. And it is. I've always tried to live my life like that. I, I have way more integrity than most people because I want to be a Hulkamaniac, man. I mean, I have been doing that. That's what they call the people who believe in the Hulkamaniac philosophy, Hulkamaniacs. And I've believed in that all these years, man. And I'm still, once again, a force to be reckoned with. And I am a throwback from way thrown back. And not only did that help my life, but it helped my coolness, too. 
So other incidents, when I can think of uh, how Hulkamania influenced me, even though I was already doing this principle before, once again, I'm going to point that out. There, I had a name to label it with now. I'm like, oh, it's because of Hulkamania I did this. It's because of Hulkamania I did that. Um, uh, there's other instances. I had a friend who needed help moving and didn't have a truck. And uh, he was kind of flexed and you know, didn't have the money to rent a truck or whatever. So I've helped many friends move, actually. This has been many friends. And I have, I've always you know, tried to have a pickup truck because I haul so much stuff around. I recycle and pick up stuff and refurbish it and sell it. And I do all kinds of things to make extra money on the side because I enjoy that kind of thing. But anyway, this particular friend was fretting. He didn't know how he was going to get it done. So I said, if you don't mind, <clears throat> let me jump in there and help you. And I'll bring my pickup truck over and we'll move this stuff. And he, I only have one truck, so it may be 10 loads, but let's just do this. And it actually turned out to be only four loads, man. I mean, my friend wasn't so affluent that he had a bunch of stuff that needed to be moved. And once I got into his apartment, he didn't even have stuff boxed up. And I'm like, dude, I told you I would come over on Saturday and help you. I expected you to have this stuff ready. But he didn't. So there's a way to go against the, the Hulkamania theory is have your stuff ready. If somebody says they're going to come help you, do the right thing. Have your stuff ready. If they're going to help you move, have the courtesy of packing it all up so it's easier to move. Nonetheless, we spent the whole day, packed it all up, and I think, like I said, that was four loads. And when he got to his new house and stuff, he was like, I don't have anywhere to pay you. I said, you don't have to pay me, man. I did this because you genuinely needed help. I'm not asking for money. And then, after that, I had my friend, since his stuff was all in boxes and stuff, he left his little apartment and had him come back to the house, man, and we barbecued, and I fed him. And then I took him back to his house, you know, and said, have a great evening. You know, I hope this helped today. And he was, you know, thoroughly pleased. His name was Dennis, man. And uh, he was the cool, he was, he was a little left of center, not like everybody else, man. But when you were around him, he said funny things all the time. It just cracked me up all the time, man. He didn't realize he did that. But that's the reason why I went and helped him move that. Because of the, the fundamentals of Hulkamania. Man, it's such a simple philosophy if you really stop and think about it. It's, there's four things. It's so simple. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. Positive thoughts. Positive deeds. This was the message that was being spread in 1984. After Hulk Hogan dropped the leg on the Iron Sheik, I can remember Gorilla Monsoon, the announcer, saying, Hulkamania has arrived. I think it was at that point that I said, I'm already doing this stuff, man. I have a name for it. So, it just triggered a good memory for me. Sorry, I had to bring that up right there. So, everybody watched that match that night. I don't think it was uh, WrestleMania. I think it was just the regular uh, WWF wrestling program. Worldwide Live or whatever it was called back in the day because it's changed so many times. But it was something that everybody could connect to at one time. Everybody could put their finger on the pulse of Hulkamania and feel the energy coming out of it. Luckily for me, that energy has never left. I still have that kind of energy. So I can remember when um, a young lady I used to work with locked her keys in her car twice. Once at work and once at her house. And I went and helped her twice. I went and got at work. They have tools that you can borrow or you can check out. And one of them is a lock picking device. It's not a lock picking device. It's the thing that you stick down your window to hit the button to unlock it. Yeah, went and helped her twice, man. Got her car unlocked twice. One time I had to drive, you know, 20 miles out of my way 
to get it done. You know, and she she was appreciative, but I used to try and instill in this young lady, hey, think, think about what you're doing. If you're getting out of your car, don't set the keys on the seat, lock the door, and then close it. So, you know, think about what you're doing. It all ties back to positive thoughts and positive deeds, man. Positive thoughts means you're thinking about what you're doing. There is no doubt that you're moving forward with your day, making positive thoughts and thinking about how to succeed in this day, man. Because once again, I jump out of bed every morning and I seize the day. It's just the way I am. Pardon me for just one second. You have to be that way in life, man. You're well prepared. Don't think that the people who aren't higher up than you in these corporations aren't already well prepared like that. They probably planned their day yesterday. At the end of the day, when they're off work on their time, they probably planned today, yesterday evening. So, I think about tomorrow on my way home from work, but then I separate work from home. Once I'm home, I'm home, man. I'm not working. I've been in the printing industry for now this month, 31 years. I know my way around the printing industry. There's something you can't tell me that will surprise me anymore. And if it is, it's going to be spectacular. But because of that, it's those positive thoughts of the principles of Hulkamania that keep me moving forward. I got to keep moving forward. Don't ever look back. Yes, I was defeated when my wife died, but only temporarily. I had to gather myself because I was trained and conditioned. My mindset was one way, but I needed to get back into the land of the living, you know, where everybody else was. So it took some soul searching on my front porch and many beers, but I was able to do that. I was able to go ahead and get my mindset back, man. And for those of you who know me, you're welcome. Here I am. You're welcome. And I'm, I'm willing to help you, man. You just let me know. The taking your vitamins portion of the Hulkamania thing. I've taken my vitamins since I was 16 years old when I first saw an article in Joe Weider's Muscle and Fitness about taking vitamins. And I have held on to that theory ever since then. It talks about the molecular structure of genes and all this other stuff. All I know is that it made me feel better. I can't speak any, I'm not a scientist nor a chemist, so I know none of that information. All I know is that I've taken my vitamins and I rarely get sick. And not only does it make me feel better, but I feel stronger as a person. And as somebody who is a throwback in their mid-50s like me, I don't have to take any medicines, man. So if you're younger and you're hearing this message, listen to this. Take your vitamins. Hulk Hogan made it famous in 1984, but I was already doing it. You know, I was already doing it for four, for four years. In 1980, I was 16. I had already been lifting weights. Because when I was in high school, even though I graduated early, I played the football and I wrestled and I ran cross country and I was the president of my distributive education club, man. Just And I was the only guy in there. But those are the things I did to appease myself because my situation at home was so bad. And all that stress can take a toll on your body. So way to fix a toll on your body is take your vitamins so it's not such a stress. And I've always done that. And as far as saying your prayers, let's talk about the saying your prayers portion of the Hulkamania theory. I can't speak enough about this. You may not, you know, get down on your knees at the edge of the bed and cup your, you know, place your hands together and pray. But if you believe in that higher power, because there is a higher power, it may or may not be God. It may or may not be Jesus. It may be a woman. We do not know because we, 
the exposure to us has been very limited. I'm talking about us in the time that we're living now. So, but there is a higher power. Who's to say what it is, but why not respect it? Respect the higher power and do good. Put out a positive message, man. Make sure that your vibe is very good and that um, other people want to be around your vibe. They gravitate towards your vibe, man. You can attract the wrong kind of people, but if you're smart and you use the positive thoughts person uh, portion of the Hulkamania theory, you'll be able to repel them right away in such a way that they won't even know that they were repelled. So, thank you to Terry Bollea, man. One of the people that I have looked up to, once again, if I could pick, I, my dad died when I was two, but if I could actually have picked a dad for myself, this would have been that cat, man. He, when he came in to the room, the energy was immense. He didn't just come into the room. He came into Madison Square Garden of all places, excuse me, and did his thing, man. He, he broadcast to the world the philosophy of Hulkamania, man. And once again, everybody could reach out there, put their finger on the pulse and touch it. And it was so electric. It was live, man. Today, the young kids would say it was lit. So that's just the, the power that he has, man. If you want to go ahead and look it up, look up Hulkamania on the, on the web. Everybody looks up everything nowadays. Look it up, man. It was, it was the thing to believe in back in the day, man. And it certainly has helped me along my lifetime. Um, there's so many more stories I could tell, but I think I'm just about to close this episode out. I think I've spoke up enough on Terry Bollea. But Hulk Hogan, to you, sir, you are the man. You are the reason that I am keeping on, keeping on. Thank you, Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. All right. Like, follow, and share. Um, if you know anybody who could use this episode, please share it with them. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that not everybody says, so we, you have to kind of get used to me. I'm not your average cat. So you all take care and have a great day. And once again, like, follow, and